everyone. Welcome back to the Guard Your Heart, Health, and Spirit podcast. Nicole and I are so excited to be here with you today to get into our first official episode of the podcast. We are going to be talking about navigating self-discovery and identity in your early 20s as, as a young woman. So we are super just excited to be able to, to get into this topic with you guys, share a little bit about our journey, our experience, what we've learned through the process. Uh, just to pour some insight and um, wisdom into into those of you listening and tuning in. Also, we do apologize. We were not able to get this episode up sooner. We both came down f- uh, from an illness in the last couple of weeks, so we are just getting everything jump-started. Um, but definitely, if you hear me cough a couple times, it's because I'm still somewhat recovering, but we still want to keep this going for you. So um, yeah, let's let's get going. And just as another disclaimer, whenever we film a podcast episode, we just want to make it known that whatever topic we're discussing, Danielle and I are not experts. We are both in our late 20s, so God willing, we still have a whole lot of life ahead of us, a whole lot to learn, a whole lot of growing to do. Really, we're just kind of seeing this as a way for us to speak on our experiences thus far, and we both love to reflect a lot on things that we've learned. So we just want to share it with you guys and help cultivate a community of women who lift each other up and encourage each other to grow. And we're just kind of seeing this as we're all on the same page and we're all going through the same journey. I think identity is such a unique topic, and especially for uh, not just women, but people in general to to explore in their early 20s, just because it's like there comes a point where you get out of college and you're just kind of thrown into the real world and, mm-hmm. you know, you're just kind of on your on your own and trying to figure out who you are and what you stand for and you know what boundaries are you going to set up in different circumstances and it's just all kind of a lot to process and manage and I'm one that believes we weren't meant to do life on our own we were meant to do it with other people Um, and and it's the people around us that shape us as well so who are the influences in your life that are shaping you what kind of environment are you in that's shaping you some of these different you know questions and and topics kind of stick out as I'm thinking about navigating identity in in your early adulthood and I think it's a good topic to to talk about because if you don't have a firm sense of identity the world will often define and dictate that for you and I think that if you don't have that firm sense of identity that could be grounds for leading you down the wrong path, getting you swept up in the wrong crowd, in the wrong types of people, and maybe not making the best decisions. So to have a firm sense of identity as you're navigating this aspect of life is is so crucial and um, just a, a topic I think that needs to be talked about more. Is there anything you have to elaborate, um, Nicole, as far as that goes, just the importance yeah. of speaking to why it's important to have a firm sense of identity um, and things like that. Well, something, Danielle, that you really talked about that I want to piggyback off of because it resonates with me is the idea that if you don't have a strong sense of personal identity, it can be 
really challenging because it gives society kind of the the go ahead, the green light to kind of try to mold you into what society wants you to become, right? And so you kind of lose yourself in that. And, you know, coming from the experience of being an educator, I work at a high school in a pretty um, pretty good affluent area. A lot of these kids have a lot of anxiety and pressure just to get into the right college and get the best degree they can get and just start moving their lives ahead with the best job that pays them, you know, the, the right kind of money and gives them the certain idea of success. And I think we all kind of get wrapped up in that. You know, we're expected traditionally, right? The traditional standards that society tells us we have to meet is, you know, when you graduate from high school at age 17 or 18, you better know what you're doing for the rest of your life, even though you don't really have enough life experience or wisdom at that point. You don't even know yourself enough to know what path you want to go down. And even as you're navigating young adulthood and you're getting into your 20s, you feel all this pressure from social media, your friends, family members. Okay, get your college degree, then get your job. Once you have the job you want, you got to get married, settle down, buy a house, have kids, and it just goes on and on and on. And I think what I've started to realize the older we get, the more we realize that that's not real life. <laughs> Most people don't have it all figured out right away. Or even if, you know, they do, it's just not the same for everybody. Everybody kind of co- goes down their own life path, their own journey. And I think that's what's so beautiful about life is when you become an adult, you kind of shape your own identity, right? And it's so important to not let societal standards trip you up and make you think, oh, I have to do this at a certain age, or I have to be what everyone else expects me to be. And that's not how it should be, right? You have the ability to decide for yourself who you want to be. And also our creator, our maker knows what's best for us and knows who we should be who he wants us to be. And and that should be the real force field, the real force behind our decisions and the the path that we take. That was so beautifully spoken, Nicole. <laughs> I, I couldn't agree more. I think that, you know, we are up against a lot in this in this world and just in our day to days. The world will try to to put you in boxes and throw labels on you and measure you. But I think it's important to remember that, you know, it is God, which ultimately cares first and foremost about our heart. In uh, 1 Samuel 16, verse 7, it says, people look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. So just really getting to the root of what matters, what's most important, and that's that's your heart and your character, and that having that firm sense of identity as you're navigating the, the unique aspects of this world and the obstacles of just each and every day that that we face and so you know I think what's important to remember is that we all have value we all have we've we've been born with inherent value it's been there from the beginning of time and it can't be found in anything else and so to just hold true to that that you know there's a lot of pressure in this world to feel like, you know, you constantly have it, have to be striving for that next thing, striving for that next career, you know, having that pressure to get into a relationship or to hit that next milestone. When a lot of times God's just saying, hey, you know, just 
be with me, be still and just allow my leading to take place in your life and be present with all that I've given you and have a posture of gratitude for what I've given you and and use the gifts that I've given you well in each and every day. And that's really all that that has to that that has to be you know so a lot of times it's like the world complicates it but God simplifies it and it's just remembering that and holding true to that and and then you notice your 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 load feels a lot more light you know it's like scripture says my my uh my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So we weren't meant to, to bear all the weight of uh, the world's problems, you know, on our own. You know, God wants to lift that, you know, up off our, our spirit so that he can do a good work in us ultimately. And so um, that's what that's what my piece of wisdom would be to share with you guys. Now, I do want to ask you, Nicole, have you ever been in a situation where maybe your identity was compromised and, um, you know, what kind of transpired from that circumstance? Yeah. So I think just kind of going along with the challenges of entering adulthood, I remember very specifically my first year after graduating college, I stepped into my first full-time job and I really felt like the environment wasn't great. I mean, I feel like I learned a lot from it moving forward, but didn't feel like I had the support I needed. I never felt like I was good enough. I never felt like I was meeting other people's standards. And I just felt like I wasn't myself. And I was very emotionally drained. And I just remember praying to God, crying to God a lot of times on my way home from work, just asking him, you know, I don't know what my purpose is. What What is your purpose for me? And I feel like that's a lot of times what people ask themselves as they enter the real adult world, the scary, you know, big girl world is, what is my purpose? What is, what is my, where's my belonging? Where do I fit in? Because we associate purpose and belonging with identity, right? Because how do you have a strong sense of identity um, if you don't know where you belong and what you're supposed to be doing on this earth. But I think something I learned from that experience and even something I'm still trying to learn today, you know, because I still don't have it all figured out, <laughs> is it's not as important what we think our purpose is, right? Ultimately, it's our creator who knows our value and sees what we have to bring to the table. And a lot of times we get really scared because we're like, I think I know what I want for myself, but then we do the thing and then it turns out to not work in our favor and it didn't meet our expectations. I think that's an important moment where we have to reflect and have the humility and be humble enough to, to think, well, wait a minute, maybe what I think I want for myself, maybe what I think my identity should be about is really not what God wants for me. You know, God knows us better than we know ourselves. Whether you believe it or not, he's our creator, right? He has an intentional path in mind for each and every single one of us. And I think that when you allow yourself to open up to God and say, hey, God, I'm confused. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, 
Please show me the way, show me where you want me to go. And like what Danielle said, I thought was very beautifully noted is it relieves a lot of pressure, a lot of stress off your shoulders because you're like, you know, God's got this. I don't need to have it all figured out. Obviously, you still have to put in the work, right? God, you know, I kind of see my relationship with God as he's a father, he's a mentor, he's a guide, right? Just like when you have your parents, your parents can help guide you in the right direction and steer you clear of bad things that could happen, but only if you're willing to put in the work yourself. So I think it's it's a balance of being willing to listen to God and let him put it on your heart when you are entering the right path or you're not entering the right path and being open to him closing some doors just to open new ones, but also trying to put in the work yourself to to follow a, a path, a, a journey in life that you feel like God would want for you and just sticking true to who you feel you are and who you feel God um, wants you to be. Yeah. Amen to that. Um, (laughs) There's this quote that my mom has said to me multiple times, and it's, you've always had it, my darling. And I can speak for myself that for so many years, I was looking for acceptance and attention from the outside world, you know, in order to feel like I was a part of the in crowd, in order to be accepted, only to realize over time that that wasn't working. And I I think I really kind of had a, a, a turnaround and a wake up call in my most um most previous relationship where I really came to the understanding that I had fallen into certain tendencies as far as people pleasing and not setting enough, not setting up enough strong boundaries. And I was self-abandoning in a way to just, you know, kind of have my needs met, but it was going against the grain in, in a way that it just wasn't, um, wasn't working for me, if that makes sense. And so, Um, what I realized over time is that the love I was searching for was actually found within and within God. And so a lot of times we're looking for this, we're looking to be seen, we're looking to be accepted and understood and, and valued from the outside world, but it really has to come from within and within God first and establishing that strong foundation. I just, I can't stress the importance enough of because we truly are up against so much in this world and just our day-to-days so many things remain out of our control but when we do have that strong foundation and firm sense of identity and who we are and in God it sets us up for success and it allows us to to essentially thrive in you know the gifts that God has given us and who he's called us to be um, in John ten ten, it says the enemy's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy, but God's purpose is to give us hope and a future. But one of the things I want to note about this is that, you know, it's it's very easy for the enemy to slip in and fill our, our minds with lies and cause us to believe things that aren't true. You know, we make assumptions, we, you know, have certain expectations around things and have these stories on a repeat in our head, which could either be, you know, supporting us or not supporting us. But it's just the little things that the enemy uses to, to kind of creep in and steer us off of steer us off of the path that God has for us, whether it's through our thoughts, whether it's through other people, um, 
and things like that. And so just to be super aware of the little things that um, you tell yourself and you believe, you know, about and just acknowledging that when you have that firm sense of identity and foundation, um, you know, you're, you're going to be able to resist the enemy's attempts to, to hold you back more and essentially um, be able to withstand some of those battles that you face in your day-to-days of life. The constant striving that we feel in our day-to-day from societal pressure, it's, I mean, some of that's a lie, you know, it's like sometimes God just wants things to be more simple for us and we forget that. Um, but that's, that's kind of the two cents I had to share there. I actually, you know, one of the situations in which I felt like my identity was compromised was in my past a serious relationship where it's it's one where I could have gotten out a lot sooner if I had that firm sense of identity in, in who I was and in God. If I was truly able to just trust myself and, um, you know, walk away when something wasn't healthy um, and, and um, just good for my spirit. And in my past, you know, relationship and choosing to stick around and allow unhealthy behaviors, you know, I, I put my spirit in jeopardy for a good few years. And that's something that I had to realize and take accountability for. And it's not to say that like, I'm sitting here judging and shaming myself, but it is to say that, you know, if I had more of that firm sense of identity and foundation, you know, I may have been able to have more of a discerning eye to see when something wasn't right and when something wasn't healthy for my spirit and thus avoiding, you know, the enemy kind of wreaking havoc on my spirit in that way, in that time frame. And so Nicole and I really want to be here to be able to, you know, be an advocate for other people's hearts and protecting their hearts and spirits because um, we just, we, I don't think that there's enough discussion around that topic. And I think we need to be here to, to look out for one another. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I really love how Danielle put it really beautifully. And I just, first of all, girl, I just got to say that our thoughts are so in sync. By the way, guys, we, we did prepare, but we both kind of prepared our own notes. It's so cool to see like exactly what she says is something that I can easily piggyback off of and share. I really like Danielle's point about how a lot of times it's hard for us to reach our full potential and form our own personal identities, not just as individuals, but as Christians, because the enemy does like to come in and he does like to fill our minds with things like self-doubt and insecurities and a lack of confidence and shame. I know that, for example, over the past few years, I have experienced a lot of shame, a lot of guilt from previous mistakes I've made or situations, just like Danielle explained, where you could have gotten out sooner, but you didn't. And I think it's important to remember that the enemy wants to feed off that, right? The enemy wants you to think that you're not good enough Look at all these past mistakes you've made, but God wants us to come to him, right? 
and to not dwell on the past, but rather lean on him to help us better ourselves instead of dwelling on our past mistakes to learn from them and grow in his image. And I think at the end of the day, we really won't discover our true identities until we learn to let go of that shame, that doubt, and that uncertainty. And just remember that he the creator knows what's best for us and knows who we are from the inside out and accepts us for who we are despite all the the terrible decisions we've made and the choices we've made. He knows who we are, so only he can shape us into the person we're meant to become. And I just think that the beauty of all this is knowing that because we are his children, We are unstoppable. We are made in his image. Can you think about how cool that is? We are made in the image of the most perfect king, our creator. And it is my understanding that while we do have certain control over our lives, you know, God gave us free will and we do have, you know, we can make our own decisions and figuring out who we want to become. Like I said earlier, if we don't look to God as our mentor and our guide, we will always fall short of our true potential, right? And that's because he's the way, the truth, and the light. So next time you question what your purpose is, like we all do, right, (laughs) or who you want to become, ask yourself these very important questions. Would this be what God wants for me? Will this job help me to serve him and others in his kingdom? Will this relationship encourage me to grow in my faith and in my spirit? These are the questions we all have to ask ourselves, right? Um, because we we want to be able to confront things that are not going right in our lives, things that we feel God doesn't want happening for us, right? In order to determine who we are meant to be in his image. And one last thing I kind of want to say to wrap up my thought process here is remember that the only perception of you, because we were talking about society's perception, right? A lot of us fall victim to thinking, well, I have to do this or be this way so society will accept me. That is a lie because remember, the only perception of you that matters is God's. That's it. Only his opinion matters. Not your neighbors, not your coworkers, not your friends, even not your family, okay? Um, No matter what, we are trying to find our inherent truth and our value and who we are And that has to come through him. So we need to ask ourselves at the position we are at in life right now, would God accept us for who we are right now at this moment, which he always does, right? He has grace. He's a merciful Lord. But would he be accepting the fact that you're in the job that you're in or you're in the relationship you're in or you're behaving in a certain way? Or is there more work to be done? Is there more action that we need to take in order to to let him guide us into our true purpose and identity? Yeah, that's so good. I think that those are all really important questions to ask, to assess, you know, is this, is this circumstance, is this position, is this all leading me down the, the path that he's called me to? And it all kind of comes down to having that firm sense of identity. I do want to leave you guys with some tips just 
um, so that you can take something of value with you as you are, you know, trying to get more intentional about establishing a, a firm identity and gaining a firmer sense of com- confidence in who you are as you approach the, the craziness of this world. So some of the, the notes that I jotted down is just putting on a, re- a renewed mind daily. The Bible tells us to meditate on his word day and night and to think on noble, true honorable things it's for a reason because he knows that the power of what we put in our minds is what ultimately ends up showing up in our life and so just being really intentional in telling yourself positive things that are truth and things of life so that you know that shows up in your world that's that's really setting you um, up for you know seeing God show what more in your day to days of life. Um, the next thing is just showing up for yourself daily, building trust with yourself by following through on what you say you're going to do. This has actually helped me build confidence a lot in myself and not be as, as afraid of doing certain things because I know that I am acting in opposition to my fear by showing up for the things I say I'm going to do. The next thing I would say is to just offer offer yourself compassion where it's needed. I don't think that we always give ourselves enough compassion, but I think that's so important and something that Nicole spoke to earlier where, you know, we do feel a lot of pressure to, to constantly be meeting certain milestones and making certain marks and making sure we're getting the, everything done off our to-do list. But it's important to remember that we're all human and flawed and broken and we're going to fall short. So just giving, reminding yourself constantly with all that we're up against to give yourself compassion. And lastly is just seeking God to fill any needs or voids that aren't being filled by the world because again the world falls short the world can't meet all our needs no one human being can meet all all of our needs so in the places where we still have that void we know and actually can find hope and peace and that god is going to fill that and meet that for us so that would just be just a few things that i would leave you with and that you can take with you in your day-to-day to you know hopefully just gain a, a firmer sense of identity and confidence in who you are as a child of god Is there anything else you have to add to that, Nicole? Yeah, I think just to wrap everything up, you know, the the few main key points that we want you guys to take away with you is to remember the world doesn't shape who you are. You find yourself through God, right? Lean on God to help guide you into the person you're meant to become and don't let the enemy hold you back from reaching your full potential. Don't let yourself be overcome by your past mistakes or sins or shame or guilt because remember, God is an all-merciful God. Uh, He loves you and accepts you for who you are no matter what and so because he accepts you, you should accept yourself too. But also like Danielle said, keep that growth mindset, right? Don't just accept that, you know, I've made these past mistakes moving on now. No, I want you to, I want to encourage you guys to reflect on those past mistakes and see how you can grow into the best version of yourself because that is truly how you become the person that you're meant to be. 
So good. And we want to leave you with uh, Psalm 139, just a scripture to, to take with you as you go into the next week so that, you know, you can feel more prepared and well-equipped to to just remember who you are as a child of God and truly walk in that. It comes from Psalm 139, and it says, You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I made my bed in the depths, you are there. If I ride, rise on the wings of dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. So just a little scripture we want to leave you guys with. We hope that you found this, you know, encouraging and helpful and, you know, just um, useful to, to take with you as you go into the remainder of your week. Definitely stay tuned for our upcoming episode, which will come in the next couple of weeks. And we are so excited to see you then. Bye, Bye. guys. Thank you so much for listening. We love you.